Hello and welcome to Our Dad is Wrong, the podcast where my brother Rocky and I discuss sports with our father Vic using a generational divide. I'm Mike. I'm Rocky. And I'm Dad. Just, just dad. dad. Like, just, just dad. Stop changing it up. Whatever. Just How dad. are they going to possibly know what your real name is? It's, well, you said it already. Like Dad well, Vic. Yeah, but I, I, I've said it like that every time. That's never <laughs> changed know. before. Yeah, I and Michael it. could be a liar. That's just, yeah, that's true. Well, no, no. Could be. That's Come not, on. That's course. another yeah, podcast. Well. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Rocky, you're feeling good. You, uh, you sound much better than you did last week, obviously. I am less sick than last week. Now my back has gone out. But eventually I'm going to do one of these podcasts in full health, I promise. <laughs> these- well, if you're in a... If you're in a full body cast, they can't see anyway, so that's yeah. fine. If, if, you, if you hear me, like, wincing and crying during this podcast, that's why. But I just my, took some my Tylenol, sons, so. My sons get millennial-itis. Every time there's an ache and pain, I will get all complaints. Yeah, well, there's no bigger pain than dad, so <laughs> every right. time we come on here. We really try and keep that's that to why, ourselves, if that helps. That's why your back's tightened up? Yeah, you, exactly. Because you know I'm going to verbally abuse you on these podcasts? I woke up this morning knowing that we were going to have to do this podcast, and my back just went, Whoop! <laughs> 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 All right, let's start yeah. off. Uh, Fernando Tatis, 80-game suspension, man, oh hasn't man. played at all yet this year because of injury, uh, and then the uh, uh, performance-enhancing drugs was caught for. Uh, so what does that – does that affect your guys' view on him at all? How does this affect the Padres? What are we thinking here? All right, so look, let's get this out of the way first. Does anybody here believe that this was ringworm medication? Absolutely not. Okay. First of all, all I don't right. even know you can get two, ringworm. I thought that of was course. A, a, a canine oh, yeah, disease. Yeah. I was captain of the wrestling team in high school. You didn't know humans could get ringworm? Oh, uh, no, I, I forgot, actually. Right. But well, I, you anyway, know what? It's, uh, first of all, he had three different excuses, because then it was something yeah. else. It was, a, was it three? Uh, I thought it was two. I, either, either way, yeah. That, I mean, it's... That it was some, some other thing that went on. It was something in his scalp or something he's saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 The guy's that was the other one. The guy's a liar. These guys are all liars. They take steroids. And they, they, they Once they get caught, they make up these stupid excuses. And if it was up to me, these guys would be banned. When they get caught, you're banned. Forget the 80 games. Just ban them. Uh, you know, it's it's really difficult. For, so apparently he was, like, dead to rights on this test. Like, there's no doubt that he was taking this drug. Um, I didn't realize that he hadn't played at all this year. Yeah. Um, so, and, and it, I, I guess I wasn't really up to date on kind of the story of him and how he kind of lied to the team about injuring his right. wrists and then injured it again right. uh, during the preseason. So, I mean, this is... Weren't they both motorcycle accidents? It was I, I don't know if the wrist thing was connected to the motorcycle accident, but both definitely happened. But right. either way, it's it's you know a pattern of dishonesty for right. him that's not good. After signing a fourteen year, three hundred and forty million dollar extension, this is obviously not what the Padres want to see, especially because they just went all in. I mean, obviously they were expecting him to be back this year right. to right. compliment right. Soto and the new guys that they just took on. I mean, they were going to make a run. Now they don't have him until probably mid to late 2023. That's a huge deal for San huge Diego. Deal. Huge yeah, deal. and I mean, they, you know, you, we were talking about it after after they got Juan Soto. I mean, that top four was going to be Tatis and then Soto and then Machado and then Josh Bell, yeah, right. which is like an insane top four. Murderer's row. Right, but now, I mean, look, it's still really good with Machado and Soto and Bell, but like, it just makes it so much shorter. It's just so much easier for the oppo- for the opposing pitchers. Now you can get through those guys in one inning rather than having to face through those guys in in you know over two innings and stuff. It's such a uh, uh, an easier thing mentally for the opposing pitchers too. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, this destroys. It's, it's, you know, again, I hate to always go back to the Yankees, but they're in a major slump no, right now. No, you don't. You love to do it. Right, they're, they're in a major slump, and to me, the reason is because Giancarlo Stanton is not playing. Just what you yeah. said, Mike. The lineup shortens up. 
He's not protecting Rizzo in the right. anymore. Who, you know, and judges they're just pitching around Judge now, which I would right. do the same thing. So when yeah, you when you lose a dominant offensive player in a, in a lineup, it's not just losing one guy; it's to fix everybody. Yep, exactly. at, at least a couple of guys around. Them. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it has to. And, and, and I mean, just the whole team understands that you're losing one of your best guys. I mean, what does this do to the morale of San Diego? Right. They just had this big shot in the arm uh, getting Soto and Bell last week. Now they're learning that they're not going to have Tatis. I mean, they would have had two of the top three MVP vote getters last year in one lineup. Exactly. Now, now they're missing one. That's yep. huge any way you slice it. Yep. Yeah. What about what about uh, voiding this contract? Is there something in the contract that you say this is ridiculous? He lied to them about the accident. Now he's taking that steroids. Is, I am maybe. wondering about I, that. If, if other people haven't done that by now, though. Well, maybe it's time one of the teams does it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Just, but says, I'm just, I'm enough just of saying. this crap. You know, with these guys, these guys are spoiled brats. They get these huge contracts. I mean, you know, you know the, the team is putting, them, well, putting their money on the line, and, and these guys are getting guaranteed money. He, he's going to get paid now? now? He's not going to get paid during the suspension, but if, he's, if he sucks for the next 10 years, he's getting paid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that, well, that's the gamble the Padres would have to make uh. in that situation. Like, do they try and come after the money with him, or do they say, we think he's still going to be one of the best players in baseball even without the steroids, so when the suspension is up, we still have him at this good contract. If he's close to what he was before, then it's worth it. And for them, they might not look at that and say that's worth it to go after the money. I yeah. would. I, I also doubt whether he was on steroids before this because, I mean, it really went from no positive test to very clear positive test. And he's coming back from injury, so I wonder if he did it thinking that it would help him come back faster or stronger. Um, so, so when you say, you know, oh, maybe he'll still be good even without the steroids, I think he is that player who OPS 975 last year. I mean, I think naturally he is that player. To me, it's not about worrying about not getting the baseball value out of his contract. To me, it's about having a guy under contract for the next 14 years who you can't trust. Right. Um, right. Who's going to be do? You know, it's it's if you if you stink, but you sign a 340 million dollar contract, more power to you. You earn that money just by going out every day and trying. But at the point have, when you're hiding stuff have from Joey the team, Gallo on my team. Right, exactly. No, because you it, wouldn't. No, well, you wouldn't. You get watch fifty <laughs> games and no, you wouldn't. I, I don't know, Joey, but it's, at least he's not a cheater. Yeah, he's, he's a guy you can root for. Honestly, like as a Royals fan, I would have been very conflicted if I had to deal with like Whit Merrifield being on the team for a really long time after he really soured himself on the fan base with those comments he made a few weeks ago. Right. So what's going to happen with Tatis as a Padres fan? It's hard to like the guy at this point. Maybe he'll get back in their good graces, but yeah. he's really digging himself a hole here. That's not good for anybody. Well, I, and I will say again, in the same way, Dad doesn't always like to go back to the Yankees. This is just the personal, you know, this is what I can relate to here. Yeah. Domingo Herman is on the Yankees, a serial woman beater. Right, yeah. And we want to get rid despise, of him, too. I want, I, You're right. I do want to get rid of him. If he was the, pitching like a Cy Young, though, I don't know exactly how I would feel. My thing is you got you got to draw a line in the sand. I think I would still rather not have him. Eventually, because, you got to draw a line pitched, in the he sand. He had pitched well previously. And say, enough with right. these guys. You know, agreed. drugs. Absolutely agreed. Uh, you know, beating women. Uh, doing all the stuff these guys do, you know what? They got they should automatically have a clause in their contract that we can void any contract because of this stuff, and just do it. Get rid of them. You know what? Go play. Go play in in, in a in a uh, international uh, in a uh, what you call it minor league and try and get back. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, independent independent, independent league. You know, yeah. enough with these guys. Yeah, and I don't know if you got in related news. We're recording this on Friday, August nineteenth. Uh, this morning, Marcelo Zuna was arrested for a DUI. 
I didn't um, even hear that. Really? Which is oh, which yeah. is you know another another thing for him. So oh my God. I, I, you know, I, I, and I mean, look, obviously there have been bad people playing baseball throughout history and bad people in sports throughout history, but it's hard to ignore when you see these incidents in MLB. And and look, Tatis was you know punished. He was suspended. I know, Dad, your opinion is he wasn't suspended enough, but you know, Deshaun Watson only getting suspended for eleven games. It does feel like. In a lot of these cases, these guys are just getting slaps on the wrist because they're good at the sports that they play. Exactly. And that bothers me. It bothers me, too, because look at, uh, what's his name, uh, the running back from Rutgers, Mike, what was his name? Ray, Ray Rice. Rice. Ray Rice. You know, he was towards the end of his career, so, of yep. course, he got booted. You know, right. he did the same thing some of these other guys did. That about, What was the guy in the Cowboys years well, he, ago that he also, got suspended twice for beating his wife? Uh, uh the defense, yeah, defense. Uh, Randy Gregory. Yeah, was it Randy Gregory? No, 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 no. No, no. no, it was, no, no he was. No, he was. Uh, I forget who it was. Ooh, yeah, well, I know who you're talking about. But he was a good player, so he kept getting back, let back. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Now, Enough. I, uh, again, uh, again, I, I do also agree that that was ridiculous. The difference with the Ray Rice thing is there was video evidence. Oh, big deal. I, I, I don't agree videos. with that. I don't agree with that. That was a difference, but I do agree with Dad that if he was still uh, the, a star running back, I, he would have still been around. I agree. If he was at in the prime of his career, I don't think that would have mattered as much, but I do think that was where a lot of the public outrage True. And Adrian Peterson was beating the crap out of his kid. They let him back. This is yeah, crazy right. stuff. This no is video just, evidence. This is crazy stuff, I'm telling you. Forget the video evidence. He admitted to doing it. You're yeah. out. We got to see yeah. it on video? I, I know. I'm, not ta- I'm just saying that's where the public outrage is coming from. I'm not saying that that should actually have any bearing on, on any Stop of being a bleeding I'm heart, just, will you? I'm not. I'm literally <laughs> telling you what the realistic. Yeah, it's not well, realistic. the thing about the thing about the it test is realistic. Why was there a public outrage for it and then not other things? Why the is there a public the, outrage about this? Tatis. Uh, that's my, there, there is, is no, of course, that's exactly there is. My point is, <laughs> there is public outrage about the Tatis thing. But what I was going to say is the Tatis thing. To be fair, is not him, you know, committing an interpersonal crime against another person, but. It is him cheating at the sport that he plays, so you can Correct. almost liken it more to the Calvin Ridley situation. And Ridley got suspended for an entire season. Right. So, That's so right. I don't think that it's too much to ask that a PED user who's dead to rights on a test right. is suspended for a whole season either. And how about no, the Sean Watson? Eleven games for twenty-three cases of, of well, that, uh, I, oh, you, you have to tell me he shouldn't yeah, even be allowed not. in the NFL anymore. All right, he should be gone. Yeah, Ban for life. Percent. Goodbye. Contract gone. Goodbye. You're done. I yeah. agree. Go play flag football someplace. I'm glad that there's at least one woman who is not settled with him. Me too. So I hope that some facts are I, I agree. Keep, yeah. keep, just, just run. And it's very, and frankly, really difficult for that woman to not set, to really yeah, right. go through the entire process to not take that immediate. My prediction uh, is yep, she will settle. settle. She's That's, waiting for a bigger payoff. She'll settle. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But yeah. it's, I also wouldn't. I would love it, to see it go to trial. To I'd love to see right. this it's guy testify. It's tough for me to blame someone to, for right. taking that settlement, too. Right. I mean, honestly. Yeah. It, you know, you have to think about yourself in this situation more than how it affects someone watching the NFL moving forward. Well, well right. Yeah. And, that's all problem. Think? If it yeah. goes to court, does Deshaun Watson then goes to court and she she wants to bring in the other w- women as witnesses, is that going to be, will that be allowed? No. I'm sure that they signed NDAs saying that they couldn't say anything about it. And oh, all right. All there's right. no way that that would happen. Okay. I, 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 yeah. But even it, if it's like as a literal witness to an actual... I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just... I, 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 mean, I don't know the law they, enough. They, yeah. they, are, they are witnesses to other crimes. So unless they were there with her when true. she was assaulted, they wouldn't really be anything okay. except a character witness. So you're not going to compel a character witness to appear in court. So. That's true. That's, but but, but that's, the whole, that's the whole problem with the, you know, the judicial system, especially when it relates to civil cases, is, you know, okay, you were assaulted or even raped. 
Um, you know, how much is it worth it to you to not see justice get served? And for a lot of people, a little bit of money goes a long way. You're right. And, and, and right. so that's so a guy like Deshaun Watson, if you have the money, you can get away with it. And that's what's happening now. So that's why I'm so glad you're right. Somebody's being very brave and holding out. Yep. And I wonder who's going to pay who pay those women off anyway. Was it him or was it the Bills? I mean, the uh, uh, Browns. Browns. God, I, mean, I hope uh, it wasn't. Who, who knows? Mean, who knows? Yeah. I, based on how that press conference went, where they were basically like, and you got to remember, he's like 26 and a really good quarterback. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I, yeah, right. I got to think the Browns probably right. know, had something to do yeah. with that. Well, I'm re- they are. Yeah. They- for, uh, th- I've never seen a franchise. I know we're getting real off topic here. Yeah. I've never seen a franchise go from so like everybody's rooting for them, like the Browns, to so unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Right. That everyone roots right. against them as fast as the Browns. Oh, it's like a light switch. Absolutely. And now I'm rooting for the Panthers because I'm rooting for, uh, what's his face? Baker. Yeah, Baker. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I like Baker. I, he's never done anything wrong. I agree. And he seems like a good developing quarterback who's like not yeah. not great, but, you know, can carry a team to yep. a win. So, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for But, yes, I, you're right. I think, I think yeah. they play each other the first week. Uh, the, yes. They are, yeah, uh, is it the first week? They definitely play each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, Watson's first week back is a game in Houston. That's so right. stupid. Isn't and I, I guarantee that's why it's 11 games instead of 12. Guaranteed. Why would no, they just give so, 12 games? It's just not let them so go So the reason that. they... It actually hurts the Browns monetarily to keep it at 11 games rather than 12. Because there's something about if he's not... Uh, like on the the active roster or something for six games that they wouldn't have to pay out some oh, of yeah. like the, the like they would be able to save money. like it, it was it was for for a monetary reason basically as like a punishment against the Browns right. oh, okay. be able to use something so it, the, the eleven games actually that is interesting I, didn't I, know I that. yeah it's it's it looks weird because it's him coming back against Houston yeah but. I, you know the schedule was already made. I think that that's just kind of a uh, well. You know it's yeah. funny because you know when, the, my first introduction to football when I was a kid was the end of Jim Brown's career, and I loved watching him play. So I yeah. kind of like rooted for the Browns over the years. And when they got really yeah. bad, it was easy to root for my friend. Yeah, of course. One of my friends played for the Browns for a couple of years. Um, so you root for them now. I hope they lose every game. I've had it yeah. with this franchise. The whole thing yeah, go zero seventeen every year. Yep, absolutely. And well, that's not hard for the Browns to do, so just watch. Nah, they're, they're, you, know? you know what? They're pretty good. they got a really good team except for quarterback. Well, yeah, except for quarterback. So they're probably going to go into that 12th game at, you know, 3-9 and nine at most because who do they have? Jacoby Brissett as their yeah, quarterback? Yeah, he's pretty bad. They'll, they'll be – I think they'll go close to 500. They do have an excellent run game. They have a good defense. Yeah. I mean, I, they'll be okay. I'm, I'm no, especially they'll, they'll, they'll to, be fine. to be fair, I'm especially rooting for Houston in that game against Cleveland because – and look, I, I don't – I'm not a huge Houston fan. I think that that team has been insane over the past year or so. But I do credit them. They did not play Deshaun Watson. Right. Um, and I, and I, think, I think that they should be rewarded for that. And I really I'll hope that you. Davis Mills uh, continues to develop because he was pretty good last year. He was, he was shockingly good yeah. last year for yeah. the third, like the sec- third quarterback second in the draft. Like second that. best uh, rookie quarterback last year. Yeah, basically. Statistically, yeah, for sure. And Mike, yeah. you were a Texans fan when you were a kid, right? If that was your AFC team? They're, they, yeah, they've kind of yeah. always, they still are. Yeah, like, yeah kind of the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were, you know, I want to be with a team from the beginning, and I didn't really have a second team. So I guess so you're I a Deshaun like, Watson yeah, fan, Texans. aren't you? I am. Oh, yeah, Mike's the biggest well, Deshaun Watson fan. He, that we, we <laughs> traded that scumbag. Get him out of here. We. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on now. Let's go to uh, college football. The, uh, the AP poll was just released uh, earlier this week, and Alabama 
once again, You're number one me. in the country. Surprising. I know, you believe it? Shocker. Yeah. I know. Uh, uh, last year's champion, Georgia, who lost five guys in the first round from their defense. <laughs> is, uh, they're down at third overall. Ohio State's number two. Yeah. Uh, does anything jump out about uh, about this ranking to you guys? Well, I think the Georgia ranking is, is too high. I just think they lost too many guys. I mean, uh, I think it's... Uh, good. It, you know, they they're got, always good. They're always they good. got three first-place votes. They, I don't, you know, I think they're going to be a top-20 team, but I don't think they're going to be this good. I, that, that conference, when you lose that many guys, that conference is too tough. Well, maybe the West is too tough. Too tough. No, they're, all, they're, all, they're Still, all too tough. I, I will say the SC East is actually, I think, might even be better than the West this yeah. year. Uh, I think Tennessee is actually really coming on. I think they're going to be really good again. Right. Uh, you know, Florida's Florida's got some talent. There's some. T- I mean, Kentucky has won ten. You know, won ten games last year. They're going to be really good. Yeah. Um, but still. Uh, well, it's. I'll it's, tell you what. I'm happy Alabama about. Alabama plays actually. Texas A&M, right? Yeah, they're both. Uh, in the do SC they? West. Yeah. They're both, they're both right. Yeah, yeah, they're both in the West. That is, that's a game I'm going to watch, is because those coaches obviously hate each other. And that's, yeah. Uh, oh, and I, I think know. Texas A&M. Well, and I was reading it. Not only that, I read they hated each other even when Jimbo was coaching under Saban. Oh, like, really? Didn't oh, really? Yeah, they just oh, didn't, I didn't get know along that. Then. Oh, okay. Like it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I read like, the whole thing about it. it was just like, <laughs> like they just didn't jibe like yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, he he coached under him for like I think it was like two or three years. Right. Um. And, and look, they're both obviously really good college, you know, football minds and right, everything. So you, right. you you work with them if you have to. But yeah, I had heard that you know, um, Texas A and M had a, a tremendous recruiting class come in. Was, they have eight five stars. Eight yeah, five huge stars. class. Eight yeah, five That's, stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an unheard of good uh, good class. Yeah. Uh, they told, you know, how much of that is the NIL? So they, probably. So they bought eight amount, new houses, but, I guess. Huh? <laughs> they can now. Good. I know. Good for them. I know. Good. Well, for for me, honestly, this is one of the more boring uh, tw- top twenty fives I've seen. Um, I, you know, it's it's and the opening top twenty five. A lot of it is based on the previous season. And, and Mike, you follow college football a lot more closely than I do, so I don't know exactly where these teams are looking. Like, you know, Houston's in there at twenty four. Obviously, they were great last year, and like BYU. But I mean, did they lose a lot of guys? Are they going to be good again this year? Um, I, I think some of the bigger surprises are some of the other schools receiving votes. Texas got a lot of votes, which is very surprising. Um, I don't. I mean, I feel like they just disappoint every single year. Um, but they. You know, just, I mean, they they went five and seven last year. It's not that, like they, that's what I'm saying. They actually, right? It's not like they you know blew anything apart. But they're Texas, so they got. The well, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're, they're functionally 27th at this point, which they right. do not deserve to be. Well, I think um, now I polls. will say they yeah. do have one of the best. I think, at least, if uh, uh, so, they actually just named today uh, Quinn Ewers is going to be their starting quarterback. Okay, who is like this, like generationally good quarterback prospect. Who? How many times do we hear from, that stuff? Well, I right, but he's you know he's they he's in like the Trevor Lawrence category of yeah. like this how good of a prospect he was coming out of high school. Right. Um, so he he's the guy who. Went to Ohio State originally, had like, you know, a million dollar NIL deal or something. Oh, that guy. And then transferred after his freshman year without seeing the field. So he's at Texas now. So if he's good, they have him. They have uh, this running back, B. John Robinson, who's going to be the highest running back off the board in the draft next year. Okay. And uh, Xavier Worthy, who's a sophomore now, who's an excellent receiver. So they, they have one of the best quarterback, running back, wide receiver combos in the country. I don't want to say the best because USC and Ohio State are really up there, too, with those. Yeah. yeah. But they they could surprise people. Steve Sarkeesian's a good offensive mind. Yes. You know, depends on how 
good a lot of the you know the rest of the Big Twelve is at least. Don't you year. feel though yeah. that every year though it's just like the it's the top ten is so boring, like Rocky said. It's yeah. just it's just the same teams over and over. It, you know. Yeah, generally, it didn't used to be like that. It, 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 you know, it, it's to, now with this NIL stuff and the um, the way the recruiting is. No, it's been happening way before the NIL. No, no, but it has. It's been the same it has. Teams, yeah. But it's 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 the same. It's that's why college football to me is getting boring. It's the same teams every year. There's no new blood. Occasionally, a team will come in, but it's always the same teams. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, you know, for, for me, the fun of the, the opening poll is not so much seeing what that poll is. It's almost like a house of cards, right? The exciting part is going to see that getting demolished during the season, yeah. teams losing, new teams entering. Like, yeah. I'm interested to see which teams surprise and make it into this poll. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, th- this is just, you know, look, if you ask me to name 25 football schools, probably, the you know, the 25 on this poll, give or take. Like, it's just, it's all the usual suspects. Right. It's all the teams that you'd expect from last year. But, right. you know, it's an amalgamated poll. It's There's not going to be a lot of cute picks. So, this is not the most exciting poll of the year for me. The most exciting poll of the year for me is, like, week five or six. True. When we really that's start true. to see some movement. I think true. I think Clemson's uh, overrated, too. A little overrated. See, I, that's what I was going to say before, actually. I meant to bring it up again. Uh, I'm actually... Very happy that Clemson was as high as they are because I think they were very underrated last year because yeah. they weren't as good as Clemson right. has been in the past. Right. But they had the second best scoring defense in college football last really? year. Really? Yeah. Conference yeah. stinks. <laughs> agreed, but the conference has always stunk and they've won national championships. That's, yeah. That's never been That's a hindrance. Yeah, I, yeah. They, you know, a lot of their problems last year was uh, their quarterback, uh, DJ Uwe Ungalale. Get you, if you try, nice try pronunciation. That one, yeah. Right? Yeah, well, I have to. Uh, we, call him, we call him Ungi. Fine. Good. Yeah, if whatever is easy. As long as you know who we're talking about. I can't even uh, say the Greek freak's name, and he's a, the best player in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> One day you'll get it. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, by the way, speaking of, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Speaking no, of Texas, I, I forgot to mention, you know, Texas in the coaches poll is 18 with a first place vote. So I just really? want to call that out. Yes. Yeah, the coaches so, poll doesn't matter. The uh, coaches yeah. don't even do I know. that. The coaches I know. I know. Assistance. Oh, that's a, yeah, somebody's doing it as a joke, probably. <laughs> I know. I just want to call out how stupid that is. Anyway. I do appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Uwe Ungalale, you know, looked like he was going to be the next big thing two years ago. He's another one, you know, big five-star recruit. Yeah. He was, it was literally, he was behind uh, Bryce Young, I think it was, yeah. in that recruiting class, and that's it. Yeah. So, Last year, he had, you know, two years ago, he got a couple of spot starts when Trevor Lawrence was hurt and played brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Then last year, he played the entire season and was awful. Yeah. So you, oh, yeah. it really, the, how good they are is kind of depending on yeah. how good he is, frankly. Yeah, yeah. You, you, know, you don't want a question mark at quarterback, though, and be ranked number one. No, that's right, true. that's the one spot, yeah. really. You know, quarterback didn't used to be the most, posi- you know, most important position in college. You, you, know, you saw Alabama win all the time with, like, fine quarterbacks. You yeah. Know, it was like a whole team game. But it's just become so much more like the NFL now, really. It's yep. just quarterback. Is, it, that's what matters at this point. The, yeah. the, the question I have is, the two questions I have are, is, is how long to Rutgers in the top ten? And uh, 800 years. <laughs> yeah, how, yeah how, many de- how many decades, really, is yeah. the question. Yeah. Yeah. Let's no. see, how, how many schools have to burn to the ground? <laughs> <laughs> First college football game. And, and also, <laughs> I didn't realize Notre Dame and Ohio State are playing the opening week. That's going to be a great game. Oh, I didn't know that either. That yeah, is a great game. A great that's game. that's I mean, pretty great. Yeah, that is pretty you know, That's Notre number, number two ever, versus number five. If Notre Dame could ever steal that game, which probably, they probably won't, but if they could ever steal that game, they, they could go undefeated, that team. The, the schedule's not that tough. 
Well, they do have to play BYU and Clemson also, and at USC. They've got some tough schools, yeah. but they've also got Marshall, Cal, UNC. Stanford's not going to be that great this year, yeah. right? No. Um, no. So, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. But Ohio State is at Ohio State. So I think if they win that game, yeah. they're like uh, probably not one. Alabama's one until they're beaten, but uh, they're, probably two. Two. they're probably two. Yeah, yeah, probably two. Yeah, I mean, how could yeah. they not be at that point? Yeah. Right. You, nobody's going to have a win like that if, right. they're, if they're able to win that game. Right, right. And you're right, that puts them in such a driver's seat. And frankly, you know, every year we look at it and we say, like, well, maybe, you know, they're Notre Dame, so maybe they're being, you know, a little overrated. But if they go into the horseshoe and beat Ohio State, right. we can't really say, well, they're this overrated. Yeah, know, right team that was just there just because you know, well let me ask you this coach so they're gonna yeah. have some who i love yeah, oh he me seems too. like yeah, such yeah. a good guy marcus freeman yeah let me let me ask you this week one ohio state beats notre dame so who's number one after that ohio state or alabama who just beat utah state I probably think ohio I, state I, I think ohio state I, you know, uh, I'm not sure. I think it depends. I think it depends how Ohio State looks in that yeah. game because you expect Alabama to win that game it's, by forty. Well, that's if what I'm saying. Is, yeah, it's going to be a close game probably, but I mean, I, yeah. But I don't know. Like, if Ohio State's num- should be the number one team, they should beat Notre Dame by double digits. I think. Yeah. Like, okay. That's, that's fair. Like, it's just that's just kind of the way the poll goes at this point. And frankly, look at Ohio State. I'm not sure that they're not beating Notre Dame by by double digits. <laughs> Yeah, if I had to maybe. pick right now, Ohio State is my pick to win the national title this year. Yeah, well, and I'll tell you what, Ohio well, State, the if they, if well, but I, if they, well, but I love the Alabama quarterback too. CJ, yeah. Stra- I mean, uh, uh, Bryce Young is you know, quarterback it, of Alabama. CJ Stroud is quarterback of Ohio State. If Ohio State wins that game, they have a pretty decent chance to go undefeated too, because they only face three more ranked teams: Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Michigan. They have a really. Well, and they have to play Rutgers. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. They, they actually have, they have a weak Big Ten schedule this year. They play Rutgers, Iowa, Penn State, Northwestern, Indiana, and at Maryland. That's not super strong. No. And then outside of that, they're playing Arkansas State, Toledo. So they actually have a pretty easy schedule yeah. after Notre Dame. Yeah, that's not tough. Yeah, that could hurt. I mean, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a tough crossover game for them. To yes, get yes. Into the West, but yeah. but even still, I mean, it's like. Ohio State just shouldn't be losing to Wisconsin. I mean, that's just not. I a, can't wait yeah. for USC to get to the conference. I really can't. That's, oh, that's going to be uh, so much fun. Um, That'll be fun. Was that so next year, Mike, or two years? I believe twenty four is their first okay. year. I could be wrong. Right. I'm not sure. It might be next hey, year. Did you see that the Big Ten signed a, I think an eight eight point something billion dollar contract this week? Yeah, it's, no, it's like it's like one point two billion dollars a year or yeah. something. Yeah, jeez, they, they're getting. Oh, yeah. So the 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 payouts to those teams are going to be wild. It's a it's a combo contract, right, Mike? Who's who's it? It's uh, CBS. It's uh, CBS, NBC, and Fox all have like their own window. Right. So it's like so the Fox has uh, the big noon game at uh, at noon, obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> CBS has the three thirty game, so that's going to take over the uh, uh, CBS on SEC. Right. Or, SEC, SEC on CBS, CBS yeah. slots. And then, uh, yeah, NBC is going to have a primetime game. So every single week they're going to be, primetime. like, on one of those major networks, right, at a major – Best move they could have made. Major time. Best move they could have made. Absolutely. It's great. And, you know, and they, now they – So you know, each, they lose each their... team's going to get, like, 70 or $80 million a year. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Between, but Mike, between 80 and 100, I think. Yeah. Mike, you would know the answer to this. Does that mean that SEC is not going to be featured on CBS anymore? SEC is not going to be featured on – no, SEC is moving to ESPN – Oh, totally! It's not even going to be on CBS all at all. Stuff. Oh, no, I didn't realize that. Okay, is ESPN now? Yeah, it's a big and deal. Big Ten, which has had you know like a big ESPN presence for forever, yeah, is has zero ESPN right now. Jeez, wow! Now that could change with uh, uh, the commissioner of uh, the Big Ten just came out and said 
the other day that uh, he thinks it's going to be he thinks it's going to get to 20 teams the big 10 mm-hmm. and, i do too and now that if they do that before this contract runs up they'll have more inventory to be able to sell to these networks and ESPN could be one of the team, you know, yeah. they yeah. could get back on ESPN wow. that way. Yeah. Wow. Well, but, at, that, at that point, they'll have enough teams to change their name to the big tens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's true. Uh, and the biggest news come out of college football is that Brian Kelly lost his Southern accent. Oh yeah. I know. You yeah. believe that? I heard him on a, this I week. Know. He a Southern accent. So it's uh, so wow. weird that the yeah. guy from Massachusetts yeah. who had that accent. For How can you figure? Out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. Uh, you know, it, one thing, one thing I do like about college football, it starts in August. So you, yep. you got something to watch those first couple of weeks before the NFL starts. Yeah. 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 But I do, I do it's, miss, I do miss the, some of the big rivalries of the past. I just, Oklahoma Nebraska was always a tremendous game. Pitt, the, Pitt, I, Penn State was yeah, but it wouldn't game. be now because Nebraska stinks. So it I know, really I know, but, <laughs> but you know, there's still historical stuff there. You know, for, for an old guy like me, that's look. We only used to get one game on Saturday, and that was that was it. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's gonna be now. You get. You know what? But now that we're going to get USC Ohio State every year, like yeah. uh, that's going to be yeah. a ton of fun. Also, yeah. like yeah. you know, you, it's new, new. I, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Also, Dad, just, just just before we move on, just to disappoint you, uh, college football does not start until September this year. I thought August. Nope. Oh, but it's, the, it's before Labor Day, though. No. For the first game is on September first, so Labor Day weekend is the first weekend. Okay. I, so I, I, so I, that I, that Saturday is well, the first still big before Saturday. the NFL. Right. Still, yeah, yes. Still like yes. Right yeah. Before the NFL. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, let's let's go on. Uh, we're going to talk uh, now for a little bit about uh, the viability of women's sports on television. What do we think is uh, what do we think the future of that looks like, and do we think it's sustainable? So, I, you look, obviously, it's sustainable to have women's sports on TV. I think the bigger question is kind of the the open topic right now of women's salaries being unequal. Um, and WNBA players not getting paid nearly as much as NBA players are, and women's soccer players not getting paid nearly as much as men's soccer players are. That's changed, I think that, that's changed, Rock. The soccer players... Uh, they, they, right, the yes. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Uh, so, so that has changed, but it's, but it's all still part of the debate. I mean, I, I think there will always be an audience for women's soccer, especially on TV. There will always be an audience for the WNBA on TV. I think the question is whether that audience is going to be big enough for those sports to grow and whether that audience is going to be big enough, I mean, especially for the WNBA, to really consider whether those salaries should have any kind of parity with uh, the right. NBA. See, the reason, yeah, I was going to say that the reason why we originally brought this up is because of everything that's going on with Brittany Griner. Right. And, pe- and people right, kind of right, saying, right. you know, the only reason that she was playing in Russia in the first place is because they don't make very much money in the WNBA. Right. And that's true. Um, but uh, you know, the obvious argument that comes back is the WNBA's audience is a sliver of the NBA's. It makes a sliver of the amount of money. And so as two completely different leagues, two completely different businesses, they're going to pay their athletes what they can afford to pay. I guess the question is, how do you make that sport more viable so that a Brittany Griner doesn't have to go to Russia? You know, a star athlete doesn't have to go play overseas. See, I don't think, I don't think you can because there's, there's only so much sports people can watch. Yeah, and you got to pick and choose. Now, I, I love hockey, but I'm not really big hockey NHL fan because I'm such a big yeah. NBA fan that right. I spend my winter times watching the NBA. Yeah, you know, I'll flip on the Rangers, you know, occasionally and stuff. And when the playoffs come, I'll, I'll start watching that. But there's only so much you can watch, and you know, the women's sports, even though they're good athletes, it's just not that interesting to me. Yeah, it's not that interesting to me, and because they, they, the revenue is so small. 
you can't expect WNBA players to make ten, fifteen million dollars a year. It's just not possible. Yeah, I, you know, the, most of the most of the tickets that are given at the uh, that are people at the WNBA games are given to them. You know, they're not even yeah. paying for them; they're just paying for the, the, the concessions. Now, I will I will say during so that first year of the pandemic in twenty twenty, uh, you know, viewership among sports pretty much across the board was down. All, like everywhere, M- yeah. MLB, NFL, NBA, all those things, the viewership was down. WNBA viewership actually went up during that. Yeah, time. but it started so small, big deal. Right? Well, yeah, no, no, I'm not right. I'm not saying that it's like yeah. they're going to get to this point of that they're going to be paying their guy. You know, nobody signing a LeBron right. two-year, ninety-six million dollar contract. Yeah. And I'm not even saying that that at this moment, because I don't know the financials you know, sure. here off. The, I don't. I don't have them. I don't have them off the top of my head. Yeah, but. It does seem like there is more of a groundswell for uh, the WNBA in particular. I've, I'm seeing stuff about it on Twitter all the time. I know a bunch of people who watch it pretty regularly and pretty consistently. I, I do think it can get to a point where those players are making the kind of money where they don't have to go into another league well, I agree during with that. the offseason yeah, I agree with and, that. Make, and yeah. make kind of money. Because, I mean, the, the, this, the max for a WNBA player, I believe is a hundred thousand dollars i think it's gone yeah. up a little <laughs> bit but it's around it's, there yeah. it's, it's like a right around there it's yeah. like i mean for a professional athlete i mean mm-hmm. that is nothing i mean i i you know i know they're not again selling what the nba is selling but that yeah. just feels real yeah. low yeah I, you know for me i think the biggest reason why i don't follow a sport like the wnba is because for me sports there's a, a real communal aspect to it you know I, I care about the nfl because so many other people care about the nfl it's water cooler talk i can you know i got friends who i'm in fantasy leagues with and you know it's it's not just about the laundry that you're rooting for or the athletes you're rooting for there's so much more to it with the WNBA, I mean, Mike, you're in a different situation than I am if you know people who watch it. Because I don't know anybody who watches it. So if I watch the WNBA, that would be a very solitary experience for me. Conversely, women's college basketball does have much more of an audience. And I follow that a lot more because people kind of care about it. So to me, I think a sports league really just kind of needs momentum. If more people are watching it and more people are supporting it, I'm a lot more likely to get interested in it. When it comes to sports in particular... I'm not going to be on the cutting edge, you know. I'm going to follow yeah, after yeah. other people start watching it. Yeah. I think college that's women's college point, basketball rock, yeah. Yeah. rock is because people root for the their universities. You know, sure, so, so but even still, but even still, they do have it is. I and I, that is a very good point because the college viewership is always way higher. Oh, yeah. for women's sports than it is for for the professional leagues, which obviously yeah. is not the case for men's sports. So it's kind of about how do these women's leagues? Well, you know, part of it is to use think. right, like, like how do they grow that from these people who are watching yeah, college? Right. How do and they get the people who are watching uh, Sabrina Ionescu at Oregon? How, you know. Sell her in the in the WNBA. Yeah, and that's what Mike, Mike loves. Make, Mike, Mike loves making yeah. us look stupid with all the names he knows. No, I mean, it's, you know, they're they're you yeah. know, oh, some so, of the more oh, famous sorry, women's I know basketball about the topic players. I'm talking about. <laughs> well, and look, but but I mean, to that point, like I remember when Diana Taurasi was playing, you couldn't get away from her when she was in college, and then she goes to the WNBA, and it's like, do people think that she just disappeared? Like well, she did she, she like, play for Seattle. So, well, but, <laughs> well, but, but yeah, but that's the point. Is like yeah. Kevin Durant when he was in Seattle, he wasn't. I know, right? I know. He didn't you know what one of the yeah. problems is too is that, and I'm not gonna, I'm not a, you know, I, I, I love my daughter, I love my granddaughter. They, but yeah. they don't. As they grow up, they don't. They're not that interested in sports. Yeah, you know, where men, boys grow up to men and love sports. So yeah. until women, until you get more than half the population really interested in sports, 
It's going to be tough for the women. It's going to be yeah, tough. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's a very communal thing. And yep. just as, you know, for, you know, men's sports, you see, I mean, you know, at least 85 to 90% of the fans are going to be men. You know, not to say that there are no female fans, but right. sports generally are more followed by men than they are right. by women. And when you see, uh, when you see yeah. women at baseball games, it's usually they're there, but their boyfriends are husbands. You know, a lot of the time, yeah. You know, just yeah, right. It's, it's a family, family outing right, right. or something. Generalization, but yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of them no, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. I don't think anyone's going to complain about saying that one is going to be more than the other. Right. But, but that's a, you know. Look, I don't know if you guys have seen the the new Bill Burr special. I'm not going to try and repeat the joke because I'll never get it as well as he does. But sure. he he makes a point about how you know women should be out supporting uh, women's sports leagues. And, and I agree. I mean, look, I have a lot of friends who are women who, if they were fans of these sports and I could talk about them with them, I would make an effort to watch it. Just like if I have a friend, yeah. like, like I, I got a friend who's a big Seattle Seahawks fan. So I kind of pay a little more attention to the Seahawks. And when we chat, I'm like, hey, you see what the Seahawks, you know, it's just, it's yeah. just, yeah, that makes sense. it's natural because it's, it's a, it's a social activity. Right. So, right. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. One, of, one of my best friends is, uh, well, actually, so in my, uh, uh, group of friends, yeah. it's like it does seem like every single person is like a fan of a different team basically. Yeah. So it's like, you're right. Like I, I do have like a special eye out for the Buccaneers and the jets and the bills and the Ravens and the, you know, so it's like, you're right. It's like those, those do kind of just because that's who you're conversing with. That's who you're talking to. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The bottom line is if, if they can't get on the networks, they're not going to make a lot of money and the networks are not going to put them on if nobody's watching. That's so, the thing. It's kind right, of a chicken and egg situation. Right, it's like, well, exactly you, you right. can't get viewers if you're not well, on the network. See, that's, right. So that's how you have to get more creative. And what I, you know, what I look at is like F1, mm-hmm. which they, uh, uh, you know, they had that big that Netflix documentary, yep. which became extremely, extremely popular. And F1 is growing like no other sport in America right now. Yep. people can't get enough of it, especially young people who watch this this Netflix documentary. What's F1? Racing, Formula One, like Formula, 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 Formula One, Formula One, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and by the way, I walked into a bar during a big Formula One race, like and the Formula, well, no, but the Formula One fans are exactly what you expect. They're just watching the screen, going, "Yeah, faster, faster, yeah, yeah. go, go!" <laughs> like they don't even understand what's happening. They're just it's something to watch because it's popular, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's like, but it, but it is popular now. Yes, I mean, exactly. And yes, and so, to your so point. It's, you know, they, they're in a different position where now they have to retain these people. Yeah. The, the WNBA, the the women's soccer league. I mean, they all, they have to, you know, come up with these sort of creative ideas in yeah. order to get these fans into yeah. it in the first place. In order to create these storylines that will get people invested, and that's not an easy thing to do. I mean, this, you know, you're almost going to look at uh, what what F one did and say, like, can we just do that? And maybe, but yeah. I yeah. don't know. I Honestly, it feels ready-made because the WNBA, they play a sport that you already know the rules of. It's only 40 games in a season, so you don't even have to pay attention to that much. Um, there aren't even that many teams. There aren't a lot of players. Like, yeah, But they got their it, playoffs yeah. in the summer. I mean, it's it's a crazy time to have it's, playoffs. I don't, it's, it's, they're not competing with any other playoffs. Because the NBA. The NBA's in the yeah. summer. No, the NBA the is in the summer. The whole, this whole season's in the summer, basically. Starts, oh, you're saying that. Yeah, pro- oh, okay. But that's it's another just, reason. It's, you know, it's honestly, say, I, not, not that I'm a show over this, but I, I watch these games. They're just hmm. boring. They're boring. You know, compared well, that's, to, yeah. I, look, I, it, I disagree with that. Well, but yeah, you it, can disagree all you want. But I'm telling you right okay. now that my nephew, or my nephew you know, Nick, who played yeah. for Bloomfield College, yeah. Division two would that team would kill in a WNBA team. 
That's an absurd take. I, I, I agree with that. That's that is an absurd take. You're wrong, anyway. Mike. Yeah. They would kill them. I'm, I, it's I, an I'm, athletic it, ability. Yeah. They, I, I, nobody I, dunks in the WNBA. These guys would be dunking on them left and yeah, right. Yeah, look, it, 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 it's, a, it's a different type of basketball. I will never fault anybody for thinking that a sport is boring. I, I, I don't fault people for thinking that my favorite sports are boring. Baseball is boring. It's one of the reasons why I like it. Like, it's yeah. just, you, you <laughs> right, gravitate right. towards it's, certain sports. So, look, if you don't like to watch it, that's fine. It's deliberate. It's not boring. I think the difference is look does it bore you or do you think it's bad because i have a problem with the second opinion but the first one it's like just you know your personal opinion i i think that there is a game there that is interesting for people to watch there are fans who watch WNBA who who like it who like that pace of play and so i think a big part of the reason why it doesn't have an audience is because most people haven't watched a game haven't really given it a chance so like you said you need to get creative start streaming games for free or something like that do a documentary like get the word yeah. out somehow yeah. but it feels like it's been around for too long to yeah, not have 25 years it's been, it's been around. around for a long time yeah. i mean it, uh, on the other hand women's tennis is tremendously popular right yep you yep. Know, and, yeah yeah and, oh, and, and those they make the same amount as men in the tournaments yep. so yeah. it's uh you know it, 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 now i also i also did see the uh mls has their average viewership for their games are like a hundred thousand people less than WNBA games, and their TV contract is like ten times more than what the WNBA is. Now I don't know if that's just because these networks look at it and say, "Well, this is the only soccer we can get, and we have basketball over here," or if it's just a negotiation problem. But there is something askew there. True. Yeah, I agree. No, I, 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 I do think that that's part of it because you know to have a soccer league is more novel than to say okay let's bring on another basketball league. But I am surprised to hear that MLS's viewership is less than WNBA because they've got more teams, they've got their own stadiums, they've been growing a lot, and and it's, it's a, it, it might also be the demographic too. I think it's a a young male demographic which is the one that's most prized by advertisers. True. So. True. Uh, now I it's uh, I I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think it was about three seventy five average for WNBA and 275 average. Interesting. That's very interesting to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. I, I don't remember the exact. It was something in that general area. All right. Well, I listeners, Michael has just quoted these statistics, and if you don't like <laughs> it, you can sue you can him use it for slander. Yeah. And, yes. and I don't care about either one of those sports, so who cares? <laughs> oh, well, if you don't care, then they don't. Oh, yeah. True. yeah. Just I'm, shut I'm, it I'm down. A, I'm a typical sports fan. <laughs> Again, it comes right. back to my own statement before. <clears throat> Excuse me. You need... All time to watch these sports. There's too many sports yeah. to watch. That so, yes, yes, that I do, and I'm I'm the same as you. Like I really do like hockey, but I just I just don't have time to watch hockey. No time. And it's, yeah, it's, right. And it's you know, especially during the win. I don't know. I'm a little busier during the winter and everything too. Yeah. So it's just like you're right. If I'm watching a sport, I'm usually watching the NBA, right. and I just don't. Yeah, you know, unless the Devils are good, and then I'll only watch a few games of that anyway. Right, until right. The playoffs. I'm a I love going fan. to a hockey they were great game this year. Oh. One of the best experiences in the world. So yeah. Oh, game. go. Go yeah. go it's, as much as you yep, can. Yes. Really yes. Hockey, yeah. Although I got to say that uh, HDTV has definitely made hockey better to watch on TV. Uh, yeah. HDTV has helped <clears throat> hockey and golf, golf more than any correct. other sport correct. in existence, those two. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's go on then uh, to our list. Every week we're going to do a list. Uh, sometimes in sports, sometimes it's not. This week it is not. We are doing our top five James Bond theme songs. Uh, which, again, uh, much harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, you know, you, especially for this one, it was easy to just kind of listen to all the songs right. as you know, we were yeah. doing it. 
there are uh, more forgettable songs than I realized yeah. there were. Honestly. Yeah, and I, I also like, didn't realize how many songs Shirley Bassey sang. Three, right? Three, right? Three. Yeah. I mean, I realized yeah. I thought she only sang Goldfinger. I didn't know they sang the other ones. Oh no, they they kept yeah. dragging her back out for more songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she kept making good ones. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're yeah. pretty good. They're pretty good. Um, for all right. Most part. For this, why don't we keep it to three uh, honorable mentions? Because there's so few, we don't want someone to take up all the honorable mentions. Okay. All right. All right. That's fine. Oh, so three, three, three honorable mentions. Can you tell me that before we came on the air? Well, how many honorable mentions do you have? I got about six or seven. I, I got five, so that's what I'm saying. Someone will I say a few five. of yours, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. So if we if we get to the end and nobody said the other one, yeah, yeah, we'll right. call them out. Yeah. All right. All right. Go ahead. Right. I, I'll, I'll do the uh, the three that I have. Right, why don't you go I'll, first? Why don't, I, why don't I go first? Go all right. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'll do the three that I have that are a little, uh, I'm not sure other people are going to say. Uh, so the first one, or the first honorable mention at least, is uh, The Man with the Golden Gun. That's on which, mine as well? Yeah, yep. which I, I didn't, that was actually one I didn't really remember. And then I listened to it and I was like, like the two, the da 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 like that yep. all it like, yep. like came back into my mind. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I do like this. I also love that movie. Especially yeah, that was a good so one. Was, yep. uh, yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah. so that, that definitely helped. Just seeing that movie so many Early times. Early Roger Moore was pretty good. Yeah, he had a few good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, still silly, but like right. fun. Yes, yes yeah. Uh, number, uh, my second honorable mention here is You Know My Name by Chris Cornell. Okay. Which okay. Uh, I, I know a lot of people didn't love that one as much, so that's why I wanted to make sure I, I said it here. All right. for, uh, Do people not like that one? I think, yeah, I think it's always, like, low on lit. I don't know. People oh, I liked really it. care for that one for some reason. That I did, too. Yeah, that was, on, that was on my honorable mentions also. Yeah. And uh, my third honorable mention is On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which was just oh. an orchestral thing, which I actually thought was pretty good, yeah. honestly. I thought it was okay. uh, arranged pretty nicely. Uh, I discredited the actual James Bond theme from Dr. No, just because. Yeah, I, I, I did, sure. too. Yeah, I, I thought did. that would I be a little bit of a cheat. Right. Yeah. All right, so to my list, number five. Uh, which I'm not sure is going to be on either of your lists, but I quite like it, is uh, The World Is Not Enough by Garbage. Okay. Uh, I thought that was just an excellent song. You know, that's that's kind of like what you're looking for from a James Bond with, again, the big orchestral yeah. take and everything. Yep. Uh, so that was very okay. good. I thought it had a very, very catchy uh, hook and everything. Uh, number four, Live and Let Die by Wings, which I actually kind of thought would be higher just because it's Wings and, you know, Paul McCartney's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's at four. I mean, it's again, it's a great song. Yeah, it's well, out of... Uh, there was how many songs total? It was... 20... 27 or something? 26? Was it 24? Or whatever it was. That's, so it's, yeah. that's pretty high. Yeah. Made top five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Uh, number three, GoldenEye by Tina Turner, which, again, probably helped a little bit by the fact that GoldenEye is one of my favorites. So yeah. I've watched it so many times. Um, Tina Turner's extremely talented oh, obviously yeah. so it's just you know it's an excellent excellent song uh number two from one of the worst james bond movies a view to a kill duran okay. duran yep. which i love this song i think duran duran's just a good band that was yeah. one of my honorable mentions i'll take it off yeah this was just one of those songs that i'm like i'll still just listen to it when i'm running i just yeah. like this I like song it. you, you didn't it was, like that was, movie yes. that was very campy but i thought it was pretty good it's whether i like it or not it's an objectively bad movie <laughs> Andy <laughs> Christopher Walken's is good to me. Yeah, look, the, I, I had a good. By the time, way, Mike, it's I, I, not a particularly good movie. All right, Mike, I, I found out a piece of trivia that you might appreciate. Uh, you know the movie Cliffhanger, the John Lithgow role was originally supposed to be Christopher Walken. Really, he was good in that role. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Been, although and, I love John Lithgow in that. That's I. I saw that movie yeah. for the first time a few months ago, and man, that's that's one of my favorites already. I love that. That's the ultimate yeah, camp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then number one is uh, a much more recent one, Skyfall by Adele, which I literally Adele singing that song like like I'll get shivers from how good she is singing that song. She's yeah. just so talented in the first place. Again, it's it's kind of the exactly what you think of when you're thinking of a James Bond theme, just you know the the piano and the orchestra and just really just blows you away. I thought it was an incredible song. Okay. Uh so that's my number 1. Very All right, good, Mike. Good list. Decent list, yeah. Good list. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I don't agree with it, but it's a good list. But we got well, some differences. Both, yeah, well, you're both wrong. That's why I go first, and now everyone can turn off the podcast. Yeah, uh-huh. right. They're waiting with bated breath. Don't kid yourself. Uh-huh. Oh, God, rock. Uh, well, so I had some of the same uh, honorable mentions as Mike. I put a view to a kill and live and let die in my honorable mentions. Didn't quite crack it, mostly because they don't really sound like I think James Bond theme songs should I, sound. I, I do agree, but I just like the songs in yeah, yeah, dance, yeah. A view to a kill, especially live and let die is a little played out. One that is very James Bondy that I didn't put in, but definitely deserves to be mentioned is Diamonds Are Forever. Um, Shirley Bassey. That was well, a yeah. mention that I didn't say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, re- really good song, very James Bondy. Didn't quite make the cut for me. All right, so. Number five is The Living Daylights by AHA. Um, this one, of all the kind of like poppy, uh, you know, like 80s kind of James Bond theme songs, this one kind of sounds the most like a James Bond song. It's kind of got that grit to it, uh, you know, makes it sound like you're about to watch a spy thriller. Kind of fits the film as well. Um, you know, I, I don't know exactly why, but just the aesthetic of like him being in Afghanistan <laughs> and all that. It's like, now, I don't I, know. It, I got to yeah. tell you, I... I put that that was one of my top three honorable mentions i really like that song yeah. too it's a very good song yeah but, yeah you know a couple of weeks ago we did a list on uh, one hit wonders and yeah everybody was talking about aha with take on me yeah but, but this was a hit song too so yeah it can't be one hit wonders yeah no that's yeah, it, you're right we were yeah, yeah. We, that i think we even brought that up when we were talking yeah. about it. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so that's a good song uh number four for me all is uh skyfall by adele um yeah, as I was listening to it again, I was like, yeah, you know what? This is just a great song, great James Bond theme song. I think of all the modern James Bond theme songs, meaning like, you know, Daniel Craig era, it's probably the one that really captures the spirit of a James Bond theme song the best. Agreed. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, so so that's number four. Number three, uh, I have the same number three as you, Mike, that was Goldeneye by Tina Turner. Um, one thing that I'll say about this, another great song was the rejected Ace of Bass Goldeneye theme song. Um, which they recorded. I did not hear about this. Uh, you can look it up on YouTube. They also re-released it, so it's called the Golden Eye, but they re-released it on one of their albums called the Juvenile. Really? If you want it, if you want to hear it with better that's, sound quality, frankly, but, that's clever. That yeah, very yeah. Clever but, but, you, yeah. but you can actually hear the the rejected version with the Golden Eye <laughs> on YouTube. It, it's a good song, and it really fits the opening uh, crawl and everything too. Number two, they had, for, they, had, they had a couple of really good ones to choose from. Then, if that yes, if that song's as good as that's, yeah. yeah, they were just bursting with creativity with that film, I guess. Um, number two is one that I do not think is going to show up on dads didn't show up on Mike's. You only live twice by Nancy Sinatra. Um, I forgot how much I like this one and it really ties in well. Like I forgot how, like, as I was hearing it, I remembered, but in you only live twice, that whole score is really well molded around that theme song and the motifs in that theme song and just brought that whole movie back to me. It's just, it's well constructed. It's got a nice little hook. Um, Nancy Sinatra does a really good job with that song, so I was surprised that made it all the way to number two. For that me. was on my honorable mention list, Rock. 
Yeah, I, really I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't care for it. I'd like Nancy Sinatra as a, as a singer, also. She's yeah, just, she has some big hits in the '60s, and yeah, uh, I like that song too. Yeah, and then number one for me uh, was "Goldfinger" by Shirley Bassey, um, which is you know basically the theme song by which all James Bond themes are judged. Yep. It's it's where the James Bond aesthetic came from. They didn't really even have a theme song for the first two, and then they did this, and they were like, "Oh, let's do this for all of them now." <laughs> um, so there's a, I mean, that one stands the test of time. Goldfinger is the classic James Bond movie, and it's got the classic James Bond theme. So that's number one for me. That, right, I, that was yep. that was that was number six for me. I yeah. didn't say it because I knew it would come up in, uh, sure. in this. Yeah, right. It's, right. It's it's, yeah. it's Goldfinger. Like yeah. it was someone was gonna say it at some point. Yes. Yeah, talk about second guessing. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Here comes a definitive list. You ready? All right. All right. Um, one 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 of my honorable mentions. You guys at list was Fear Eyes Only by Sheena Easton. Yeah, that's a good one. Good one. Uh, yeah, that was uh, not not because it was a huge hit, you know, in the in the Billboard. Oh, was it? Oh, huge hit. Mm. And uh, I just, you know, I always love Sheena Easton. Um, yeah. No Time to Die by Billie Eilish. I thought. Ugh. You guys hate. Oh, I hated you it. Hate, I hated see, it. I like that. The I last, the last two, also writing on the wall by Sam Smith. I hated yeah. both. Of those. I, I like I that. I like that song a lot. I, I'm a. I like Billie Eilish. Pe- so. People. People, oh. yeah, people like it. I mean, it's yeah. see, I, I don't. I feel like Billie Eilish's music is a practical joke of some kind. <laughs> I, 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 I really, I, I don't mean she's to. Mi- she's I don't, I don't mean to. Dis- yeah, I don't mean to disparage her. It's okay to like a musical artist. For me, she just absolutely does nothing for me. But right, that's well, good that you like so it. You're wrong. Again, uh, we, like we said last time we did this, there's nothing more subjective than music. That's right, true. Of that course, is true. Yeah. much more, much more so than te- than sports. Much more so than movies. Yep. Much more so than television. You're right. right yeah, music right. is completely subjective. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my number five is Goldfinger by Shirley Bassey. And okay. I would have been higher. I, I had a boss one time that was in love with Shirley Bassey. Uh, we, we actually, <laughs> this is the reason. We actually took so clients. So the definitive list is about your boss telling yeah. well, you that we, we, we brought clients one night to, um, to uh, uh, Carnegie Hall to see yeah. Shirley Bassey. Oh, wow. And it was, it was, it was actually pretty cool to see him go. But I was so Goldfingered out by this whole thing. Yeah, that, sure. That I dropped her to number five. Like Wait, she just sing Goldfinger six times? <laughs> no, but it seemed like she did. Like, now here's Goldfinger again. <laughs> All I wanted to do is like, write, uh, leave like go uh, to the dinner. cantina band. Yeah, right. Uh, just play the same song over. It's, you know what, uh, real quick, at, when I was at BU, Coolio came and did a concert once, and my roommates went and saw him, and they came back, and I was like, so how was it? And they were like, well, we only know two Coolio songs, Gangsta's Paradise and the Keenan and Kel theme, and he did them both. <laughs> so it's like, great. It yeah, that's that, so all you want to see. All right. Uh, my number four is You Know My Name by Chris Cornell. I really like that song. Yeah, it's oh, a good, good one. Uh, yeah, good. It, it, also, Casino Royale was, to me, one of my favorite James Bond movies. I think yeah, that, that, that is my great. favorite James yeah, Bond so, movie. I so think I think you just yeah. have such a good feeling because the movie was so good. You know, yeah, for the song. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I do I, think that that crept up into a lot of these. I think where yeah. it's just like I've seen the right. movie so many right. times right. that like that the theme yeah. song's going to stick with you a little bit. Right. It also followed one of the best cold opens of any James Bond yes. movie. Oh, you're yes. absolutely right. Yes. Absolutely right. So true. Right up there with Goldeneye. My number three is Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon from The Spy Who Loved Me. I'm glad somebody said that one, yeah. Yeah, it was, again, a huge Billboard hit. I mean, huge. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it wasn't really a James Bond kind of song, but I love the song. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right, that's yeah. fine. Number two for me was Skyfall by Adele. I, I, I all think right. we all agree that that was just a phenomenal song. So that's is that the only She's one just... that made it onto all three lists? I think so. Yeah. I think uh, so. Well, let's well, let, well, uh, well, yeah, let's see what that's number one, one, one is. Yeah, yeah. My number one is Live and Let Die by Wings, Paul McCartney. So, yeah, yeah. Adele, the only, the only one. one. Yeah. A huge Billboard hit. Also, uh, I love 
McCartney, and I just think that I agree with you guys that it wasn't really a James Bond kind of song. Yeah. But I think it fit that movie very well. I, I, I knew the dad would choose that at number one. I know you. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I knew you would know, so I wanted to, to disappoint you. A yeah. Beatle? Are you kidding? Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's, there's still time for Ringo Starr to do one. That's true. Yeah. And the All Star Band. Yeah, well, he's uh, he still he still tours constantly. Ringo, I've got to give it to him. Yeah. All right, good list, guys. Make, I like that. Together. Yeah, those were good lists. Yeah, I'm I'm glad it was varied a little yeah, bit. Yeah, You're yeah. Right. The, the but, fact yeah, but that, like you said, uh, which one of you guys said that, that music is so subjective? It's, I think Mike said it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm smart. It's true. I I, I just want to end with the worst James Bond song of all time, in my opinion. Writings on the Di- Wall by Sam Smith. Die Another Day by Madonna. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Honestly, I still prefer that to yeah, really? the Sam Smith. Yeah, I you know, I, was I kind of agree with you only because at least that song is interesting. There's like something going on. The right, Sam like Smith is just such a like nothing song. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's not, I mean, look, it's Die Another Day is a bad song. Yeah. But yeah. like, yeah. you're right. It's at least trying for something. Yeah. Right, it, it's it's like it's like Batman and Robin. Like it's fun to watch the train wreck. There are other movies I would less rather watch because those movies are boring, which yeah, is the right, worst thing. Right, that's true. So, right, right, yeah. right. And I actually liked Die Another Day. I know Mike, you didn't like it. I thought it was, it was a good James Bond movie with the well, invisible again, look, car. I, again, it's like I like every James Bond movie, but again, I, that's in the same. Die Another Day is very much in that same category as Batman and Robin for me. Any, I watch it all the time because you it's got just Haley such, so much Barry fun. Walking out of the ocean in a string bikini. It didn't watch hurt. It. Yeah. Little known fact: that was the James Bond movie I saw the most in theaters. I saw it three times. Did you really? <laughs> well, you were working uh, <laughs> yeah. at the theater, well, right at that point. Well, that, uh... it was because like all different groups of people I saw was so I saw it with Dad <laughs> okay. one time and probably yeah. you, and then I saw <laughs> yeah. it with one group of friends and another group of friends. <laughs> so I subjected myself to that movie three times in all the right. theaters. All right. Well, I, I like that it. happened to me with uh, Dark Knight Rises. I saw it four times in theaters, just through different friend groups and yeah, different yeah. people watching. With. Never got better. Nothing like invisible cars. Yeah, again, same thing. Always like fun, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, that's gonna do it for us this week. Great you show. Can follow us right. at Our Dad Is Wrong uh, on Twitter. You can follow Rocky at Rocky Lotito on Twitter. You can follow me at Lotito on Twitter. Uh, and Dad, what's your Twitter handle? It's uh, I'll never go. It's I'll never go on Twitter dot com. Right. That's okay. so that's, that's, that's Twitter right. handle. The, yeah. Right. Yeah. The way the way the Twitter handles well, I don't are. Care. Right, right, that's, right. Uh, I hate that. Crap. Yeah. Dad is just demonstrating that he doesn't know how Twitter works, and it's, he's proud it's of it. Ruining, I have a Twitter account, believe it or not, but I, do, I, I won't go on it, and I just I, – I started when it first started. I will yeah. not support those people. Sorry. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Dad All can right. be found on Parlor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know what that is. I just laughed. <laughs> I'll explain it Good later. All right. All right. All right. All right. See All you guys. All right. All right. See you next week, have everybody. Have a great week, everybody. I love you guys. Talk to you. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.